Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. It's been a busy Monday night. Obviously, the World Series going on. The Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. The final score in Arizona, 3-1. to one. Texas now has a 2-1 series lead. Two more victories in their World Series champs. They're going to be back in action on Tuesday night. We're going to talk about some of the negative aspects of the Texas Rangers winning. Unfortunately, it has to deal with injuries. It sucks for them. Also tonight in Detroit, congratulations to the Lions. The Detroit Lions take on the Raiders. And this is the Raiders, okay? The Lions win 26-14. to This was complete destruction. Okay, the Detroit Lions had the ball 40 minutes to the Lions 20. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't complete a pass to a wide receiver in the first half of the game. Devontae Adams only had one catch for 11 yards. Things are bad for the Raiders. Josh McDaniels, just people still trying to understand, you know, who does this man have uh, naked pictures of? That he still has his job. I mean, what is he going to get fired in the season? Is he going to get fired after the season? Uh, Mark Davis is an interesting fellow. I don't, I don't know if he's going to pull the plug during the year, uh, but he might wait until the end. This is uh, pretty bad. Las Vegas falls to 3-5. and five. Detroit, they improved their record to 6-2 and two as they now head into a bye week. As I mentioned, I'm coming to you live from Atlanta. Thank you to everybody tuned in on the free Odyssey app, your local affiliate, Sirius XM 158, and a smart speaker. And if you just listened to the football game, yeah, you you know it was an ass kicking. Like, it got a little close there. You know, Marcus Peters had a pick six. But outside of that, what did the Raiders do that was actually a threat? The answer is nothing. There was no threat. There was no offense. And taking a look at the box score is absolutely pathetic. Jimmy Garoppolo back. Uh, His leading receiver was Josh Jacobs. 
two receptions for 27 yards. This was just bad all the way around. But having said that, the Lions did have an amazing game. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, rookie running back, 152 yards and a touchdown, including what was a 27-yard touchdown run, which really, you know, extended the lead and put the game out of reach. I want you to take a listen to this 27-yard score. This was late in the third quarter. Listen. Goff takes the snap, gives to Gibbs. Gibbs bounces through a hole. There it goes outside 20. Gibbs 15. Gibbs 10. Angling to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby, what a run. What a run. 27 yards. Got skinny, went through the line, and made it to the house. Yeah, if you can't tell, they were real excited. That was from the Lions Radio Network. That made the score 23 to 14. Uh, the Lions were able to tack on an additional field goal to make it the final score of 26-14. to 14. And Josh McDaniels, a loser for tonight, he spoke to the media, and he was basically asked, hey, why the Raiders suck? Listen to his answer. Look, we can't win if we give the ball away. You know what I mean? Period. Um, you know, and I'm not, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of things that go into that. I just want to make sure I say that. There's a lot of things that go into that. So, you know, protection, routes, reads, um, you know, throws, catches, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we, we have to be able to take care of the ball. Um, and we don't, we don't fumble. You know, we haven't fumbled this year. So we, we know, the quarterback room knows we have to take care of the ball better than what we have. Fifth straight road loss for the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Raiders offense, what offense? It doesn't exist. And Josh McDaniels just, he looks like a dude who's in over his head. We're going to get back uh, to, to the Raiders. Let me update you as well. I told you about the Texas Rangers in the World Series. The Rangers beating the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. The final score, 3-1. to one. Texas takes a 2-1 series lead. Uh, here's some bad news. Let me get the bad news out of the way. Max Scherzer left. Couldn't even get into the fourth inning. Left the game with back tightness. Meanwhile, in the eighth inning, Adolis Garcia is at the plate. He had to exit the game because he had a pain in his left side. And then he kind of limped out of the game, limped to the back, and he reportedly put on his street clothes and limped, you know, out of the stadium. And so we don't know what his status is. The man has eight home runs and 22 RBIs in 14 postseason games. It's supposed to be more difficult to perform in the postseason and this dude is absolutely losing his mind. And so John Gray came on in relief of Max Scherzer, pitched three innings, struck out three, and then also at the same time, all three of the Texas Rangers' runs, they came in a third. The big one, a two-run home run by shortstop Corey Seager. He put him up. Listen to this. Here's Corey Seager who swings and drives one deep to right. It sails way out of here. Corey Seager with a line drive home run, a good dozen rows into the seats in right. He's given Texas a 3-0 lead. Uh, Well, 3-0. The Arizona Diamondbacks were able to put one run up on the board, and they're going to hope to do a whole lot more than that uh, tomorrow. I told you about the negative news Max Scherzer with the back tightness. He did catch a a pitch, a comebacker, in his back in the second inning. Maybe 
inning after that. Maybe that's why he led to the back tightness. And Adolis Garcia, we have no idea what his status is. But the voice of God, baseball God, Bruce Bochy, he spoke after the game. He was asked about his pitcher, Max Scherzer, and his star hitter, Adolis Garcia. And this is what Bruce Bochy said. Bruce, uh, can you give us injury updates on both Max Scherzer and Adolis Garcia and whether you expect either of them for the remainder of the series? Right. Uh, right now we're going to uh, just evaluate him. Uh, Dolly will get some diagnostics done, see where he's at. Left side tightness, uh, we're being optimistic that it will bring more tomorrow. Uh, same with Max. Uh, Max took a pretty good shot on the elbow. That's what we were concerned about. But it was his low back that tightened up on him. He just couldn't go anymore. And same with him. We'll see where he's at the next 24 hours and decide uh, where we're at with him. I'm supposed to think that Max Scherzer is going to show up and be healthy again. And if he can come back and do anything, gut out a performance out of the bullpen, or yeah, I give him credit. Because I feel like for the past four years, Max Scherzer's just, my arm is tired. My back is sore. He, typical old man problems for a baseball old man. It's uh, nothing to be ashamed about. Not a damn thing. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, game four of the World Series is going to take place tomorrow night. And we'll see if the Texas Rangers are going to be able to go up. 3-1, because if they do, I ain't no comeback here for Arizona. Not at all. Just try to get the victories, especially you have no idea the status of, of these two dudes being hurt, them two dudes being Max Scherzer and Garcia. We got Malcolm calling from Kansas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Malcolm. Bro, I mean, I'm, I'm a Raider fan <laughs> in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. I mean, it's, you know, chief territory, you feel me? I wear my Raider beanie. It's cold out here, you feel me? So I wear my Raider beanie all day at work. I work from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Never, I still got the beanie on my head, and I'm scratching my own scalp like, what am I doing? Like, bro, like, the – Owner don't even care about the team. There's no way he cares. It, it can't be. Yeah. He hired Josh McDaniels as his head coach. He ain't a head coach for a reason. You already know what the next Patriot coaches do. You, you feel me? Like they bring in all the Patriots they know. That's free agent, and we all know what Patriot free agents do. They they go to another team and suck, bro. We're bums, like. Okay. What are we doing? All right. You well, know what I I'm saying? Like, I, of all, I, I bro, think, we could have won. Got Baker. Baker's well, a winner. Okay. Well, I think the I don't know. Well, Baker Baker Mayfield won one. Is there another Baker that I don't know about? Is that the sad state of affairs right now for the Raiders? That I got people calling me up looking for Baker Mayfield, and he's having a good season. All things considered, I know Tampa Bay is trying to stay alive in that crap uh, division, the NFC South, where, I mean, the Falcons, uh, just their, their young quarterback has probably been ripped to shreds right now. His brain is probably mush. But Baker Mayfield, is, is that the saving grace 
for the Raiders? Is that what you look at? I know Jimmy Garoppolo ain't available to ever play. But, I mean, damn it, you really scraping the bottom of the barrel. You're just like, oh, yeah, 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 Baker Mayfield would help us win. Look, it's, it's Mark Davis, bro. It's the owner. Fish rots from the head. It's, it's the guy at the top making the decisions. This is the same Mark Davis who said, oh, I want to hire uh, Mike Mayock and, and Gruden off of television. Like, come on. I don't know who can be more irrational at times. Is it him or is it Jim Irsay with the Indianapolis Colts? Let's, let's just hire dudes off of ESPN who, who may have, uh, you know, just a short-term experience. Maybe they haven't been in the game for a few years. Maybe they're a little disconnected because they've been talking heads. Well, let's just go ahead and hire them because on television, it sounds like they know what they're doing. Come on, that's, that's the owner of the Raiders. So, I mean, we can get into the weeds as to who they need and, and what they need to do, and they shouldn't have gotten Jimmy Garoppolo. They should have gotten Baker Mayfield. Well, they, they need an owner who can actually, I don't know, like run the team. They need an owner who's somebody who's not afraid to pat them on the shoulder and go, hey, man, it's time for a new haircut. They need an owner who can actually, I don't know, hire decent people instead of us looking at Josh McDaniels look clueless. There's nothing that screams confidence about Josh McDaniels. Nothing. When it comes down to being an NFL head coach, one of the first things is like, do, do the guys, do the players respect him? When I look at him on the sidelines on television, he just looks, he looks like he's in over his head. He looks like somebody who should be coaching high school. And if I'm looking at him like that, just because of his, his, his demeanor, and his expressions, then I know damn well the players don't have any type of respect for him as well. You be a judge. How about this? Listen to Devontae Adams. He was in the locker room, and he was asked after the game about how poor and pathetic the offense looks. Let's keep in mind, this is one of the best wide receivers that the NFL has seen over the past several years. His numbers tonight, one reception for 11 yards. Listen. Honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but, I mean, that's that kind of goes without saying. Devontae, I know you said that you know you have confidence whenever you're out there in the offense's ability, but is it kind of hard to, to maintain that when the results are what they've been? No, it's not hard to maintain the confidence in our offense. It's just hard to curb your frustration when you can't put it together when you know you should. Huh. I wonder who he's frustrated with. 855-212-4CBS. Clayton is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up, Clayton? Hey, JR, great to hear from you. I got to give props to Chef for handling the four last weekend. He did a great job. Hey, I got I, I to gotta put a little comment on McDaniels right now. He, he's the anti-Mike Leach. God bless the soul of Mike Leach. Mike Leach had a play call on the napkin that he stayed at the Holiday Inn the night before and ran his place. McDaniels looks like a guy who's writing his play on the Etch-A-Sketch to try and figure out if the Raiders can actually move the ball forward. I'm not a Raiders fan. My dad lives in Vegas. He's a huge Raiders guy. 
they're embarrassed by what the team is doing right now. So, hey, simplify it, make it better. Love that you're back, Jared Shep. Way to hold down the floor, dude. Love having you guys back. Well, thank you so much, Clayton. Appreciate you for calling from San Diego. Shep is absolutely amazing, without a doubt. 855-212-4CBS. I, I, I just don't know. And I, I think he's going to hold on to the job throughout the course of the season. I mean, the, the Raiders now, they fall to 3-5. and five. If we think about the rest of their schedule moving forward, they have the hapless uh, New York Giants coming up next. The New York Giants decided to move on uh, from Leonard Williams today, their defensive lineman, uh, sending him out to Seattle. They have the New York Jets. It's another eh, team. They have Miami. Miami's probably going to smoke them. They got Kansas City. Eh, Kansas City, they're going to smoke them. They have Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota stinks. You, you got Kirk Cousins who won't be available because he blew out his Achilles. You have the Chargers. You have Kansas City. You have the Indianapolis Colts. And then you have Denver. And so the Raiders, who now have a record of 3-5, and five, what, what are they going to do? When, when four more games, maybe, max, four more, like – They're going nowhere. And so I don't think they're going to be that damn bad where Josh McDaniels is going to get fired in the season unless he has an embarrassing showing. And Mark Davis wakes up and says, man, instead of being angry at my haircut, I'm going to be angry at him. I think he's going to make it through the year. And I think he's probably going to get the boot maybe at some point in January. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We got Greg from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jay, how are you going, man? I'm excellent, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So I just wanted to call in because I heard you talking a little bit of smack about my buddy Chucky. And I, I'm a, I've been a diehard Raider fan. I, I live in Baltimore, but I was eight when the Colts left and been a Raider fan for almost 40 years since. And the Raiders have gone through 20 head coaches, 100 quarterbacks. and But Gruden was only the one that had them turn around. And then, they, and then the league – blackballed him, and then and basically kicked him out and said, all right, you're out of here. He, he's the only one who had Derek Carr playing halfway decent. Derek Carr, I'm not a big Derek Carr fan, but he's the only one who was able to kind of turn that around, had him going in the right direction. I agree with you. Mike, Mike Mayock is not – I mean, he was just basically Gruden's puppet. If you look at this draft, that draft was horrible. Tons of first-rounders that are out of the NFL now. Um, so just kind of want to stick up for John Gruden and – See what your thoughts are there. Yeah. It, there's no, well, we know about his success. We also know about his large gap where he was not coaching. And we know about his return. I mean, you, you gloss over what got him out of the league. It wasn't so much about him being blackballed. It's, it's about being stupid. I mean, if you're going to be dumb enough to send messages in, in, in the case of, of what he sent that were – uh, racially charged, sexually charged. Is this the type of dude that you want running your organization? And so I don't think we could sit around and blame the NFL. I don't think we could sit around and blame uh, the Washington football team. I, he, blame him. He's the one who sent the messages. He's the one who thought having conversations like this uh, uh, via work and email, he's the one that thought that, that this was okay. And so, yeah, if you want to take a look at him as a football coach on the field, I ain't got no problems with him. I'm not going to beef with a guy who went out there and, and, and won a championship. But having said that, 
your job as a coach isn't just the X's and O's. Your job as a coach is to be around to deliver W's. And, I mean, if you're going to jeopardize that with emails that were, were there prior to you, you let me know, A, that you're a jerk, and the fact that you don't have a job right now. Hey, did, did he get thrown under the bus and exposed? Yeah, 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 he did. And I know it happened beforehand. But the fact is, man, that's the dude who they chose, Mark Davis chose, to run his organization. That's it. That's the type of guy that he chose. Like, do better. I mean, one of the Raiders – not going to be a walking distraction. When can we actually look at the Raiders and not think about a high-speed chase? Uh, When can we not think about emails? When can the Raiders just focus on football? Somebody please let me know. It's the JR Sport Reshow on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls. But speaking of a coach, like, losing his mind and saying some wild things. Dabo Sweeney has a a Monday night radio show that he participates in. And tonight, he got into it with a caller. And he defended himself. He defended Clemson. And he went on to call some of the fans spoiled. Dabo lost his mind. And when we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to take a listen to him. And then I'll get some more of your calls. Yeah, Dabble. Somebody give that guy a hug. Those four losses ain't working out in his favor. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I do want to say I've, I've never called in. I love listening to you. I've, I've been listening for years, and man, your show and what you say is just beautiful. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. So, the Las Vegas Raiders lose another football game. Tonight, they lose in Detroit, the final score 26 14. The offense is pathetic. What offense? I think the clearest indicator I could tell you how bad they are. Devontae Adams had one catch for 11 yards. Josh McDaniel sounds lost. It's like he's just making up stuff. Doesn't He's saying a whole lot of nothing. He sounds like a dude who understands that, you know, when, when it's time to go, they're going to just give me the boot. So let me just let me just say anything now at this point. Now, There was another head coach who didn't coach tonight, but he was on his own radio show, and he wasn't too happy. No, this isn't CBS Sports Radio. No, this was not, you know, Sports Talk Radio. This was Dabo Sweeney, the head coach of Clemson, the same Clemson that currently has a record of 4-4, and the same Clemson that is paying Dabo Sweeney $115 million to coach this team over the next 10 years. And the same Dabo Sweeney, which at this point in time is just rather frustrated with the losses. The same Dabo Sweeney who has started to say that the fans 
of Clemson, of the Tigers, are just spoiled. And tonight, a young caller pushed him over the edge on his own radio show, the Tigers radio show. Listen to Dabo Sweeney just just have a whole fit with a young caller. I don't know how old you are. Don't really care. All right? But let me tell you something. Um, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. All you do is ex- the appreciation. The expectation is greater than the appreciation, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. We've won 12 10-plus win year- seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniff a national championship for 35 years. We've won two in seven years, and there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama, okay? He didn't stop there. Called the fans spoiled. Called him a brat, right? But to answer your question, all right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins, all right? We, we, if you, you'd want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not perfect. There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's, Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. I used to tell people all the time, they'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? I'm going to tell you, at, Cle- at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. And what's happened at Clemson is, is we've won so much that even when we – it used to be the funds and the winning. Now even when you win, people like you complain and criticize the coaches and question everything. That's what fans do, Dabo. I mean, come on. Dabo continued on, and this is, this is where it gets even worse. He went on to defend his, his salary. That's uh, – you, you can't let the people see you sweat, man. Like, Dabo Sweeney is well within his right to go out there and defend himself. But why are you lowering yourself to beefing with the fans? He sounds like Jim Beheim on the way out the door where you, you, you're getting into it with reporters. Nobody ever wins a fight, a verbal spat with a reporter or a fan. And you can go out there and you can express yourself and you can make those same points, but, man, don't get with the pointing fingers. Like, there's a reason that you, yeah, you, are making $115 million because you're the boss. Like, nobody needs to hear you yelling at a young fan, hey, you're the problem, you're the issue. I mean, you're not me. You're not a radio host. You ain't. You're Dabo. You're the football coach. You're doing your your, your radio show. So, Jr. so Marco kind of compiled all this together. I cut it up, so credit to Marco for this. There's an even better sound that you just alluded to that Marco cut up if you want to hear this as well. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm 53 years old, and there ain't one thing in my life. I, now I have I have been a part of failure many times, but there ain't one thing in my life that I've ever failed at. Tyler, if you don't like how I run the program, don't be a fan. I don't care. But I'm the head coach, and I'm going to do what I believe is right for the long term of this program, what's best for the players, and what I think is best for the moment. If you got a problem with that, that's fine. 
But you're not, I'm not going to sit here and let you call. I don't give a crap how much money I make. You ain't going to talk to me like I'm, like I'm 12 years old. You'd be freaking kidding me. Amen. <laughs> okay. Dabo Sweeney is well within his right to defend himself in, in any type of way. But you're the, you're the head coach, man. You don't have to crap on someone who is obviously younger than you, and I don't know the guy's age either. But that's how frustrated you are. I mean, you've had to deal with failure, then you understand it's a, it's a part. Criticism is a part. And so obviously a 4-4 four and four record, is, and you've been criticized too much uh, after the success. And now you can't handle it. You want Deshaun Watson back? You want Trevor Lawrence back? Them dudes and the pros ain't coming back. You, you, you do better than erupting at a, at a fan, man. And you got to defend your salary? I have a feeling that Dabo is going to, I don't want to say apologize over the next couple of days. I don't, I don't know if he's going to double down. He's going to address this. Dabo Sweeney is going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe I handled that the wrong way. Because he did. Defend yourself. But you don't win when you take on the fans. You don't win when you take on the media. And let me double down. You definitely don't win when you go at it with the fans. And Dabo Sweeney should know better than that, man. Come out here crapping on the fans. A young fan, mind you. You got to defend your salary. Dabo can do better than that. I can't wait to hear what his response is. Because, man, I guess the losing is finally getting to you. You know there's going to be some call kind of Deshaun photo JR. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize, but you know there's going to be some kind of photo op in a week from now with this kid. Like, it, it's just PR 101. And then it's going to be like a, you know, like a kumbaya moment. And, like, my emotions got the better of him. But, hi, JR, like, this is a kid. It's a, it's a kid. You know, you don't got to tell me. He's going to tell everybody how, how you said, how passionate he is and yeah, whatever. He, he, he can do better. I mean, if you're going to do this right now and you got, I don't know, uh, what, nine more years on a contract after this, eight, nine more years, what are you going to do? I mean, being criticized is, is a part of the job. And you're getting the big bucks. You're one of the highest paid coaches because of the success that you did have. And they're expecting it to continue to roll. But the fact is, yeah, there's criticism about how Clemson hasn't jumped into the, the, the portal, there is criticism of Dabo from comments that he's made over the years about utilizing the portal and paying athletes. And we're in a different world now. On the college basketball side, we saw a lot of the legendary coaches, the Kays, the, the Bayheims, the, the Jay Wrights. We saw legends walk away as the structure in, in college athletics has changed. Hey, well, Dabo, the, the structure has changed. And you just took a a, a 10-year deal, $100-plus million, get with it. Or get the money back and leave. But if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. He also said in his rant that, listen, if the athletic director and the trustees say that they don't want me here anymore, then I will move on and I will go coach somewhere else. Well, make sure you give the money back. And maybe next time you'll be at a lower program Well, I don't know. Maybe the fans won't care as much. Get over it. It's fans. It's what they do. 
They complain. They get spoiled. They want to have success. And when there is no success, guess who gets paid all of the money to be criticized? You, the head coach. Dabo should know better. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. What are your thoughts on, on what you just heard from Dabo Sweeney? I guess uh, losing to North Carolina State kind of sent him over the edge. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And, you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Texas Rangers beat Arizona to take a 2 1 lead in the World Series. The Detroit Lions, they beat the Raiders tonight 26-14 to serve or send just the Raiders into more of a, just a dysfunctional group. And then, right before we went to break, we played some audio from Dabo Sweeney. On his radio show tonight, he was asked by a, a, a young caller about the justification of his salary given the recent results. They have a 4-4 four and four record. And let's just say Dabo Sweeney did did not appreciate it. He did it, not by any stretch of the imagination. Said that fans like him are the problem. They basically called them spoiled. It just uh, it went down a slippery slope that I found to be unnecessary. And I think he will say that he, he made a mistake. And we'll, 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 we'll replay that clip from Dabo Sweeney. But let's get to your calls. It's 855-2124-CBS. We got Eric from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Eric? Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm very well. What's going on? I just want to comment on the Dabo Sweeney situation. Thanks a lot for playing that clip, and that call is just unbelievable. Uh, the first thing I ever remember about this guy, I don't know, is early in his Clemson career. I just remember him screaming after a loss at the opposing coach saying, you turned us in. You turned us in. So now he's got two national titles under his belt after he says he wants to do things the right way. I mean, this guy just doesn't add up, man. Just doesn't add up. Well, Never one part of this, and thank you, Eric, for calling from Texas. One element of the call that we, we didn't play, the caller brought up how how into his faith that he is, Dabble Sweeney, and he was – citing Bible references. Hey, Dabble, did you, re- did you read this? And it was about confidence and being full of yourself. And you know, the, the, caller, the caller got him pretty good. You know, I'm not going to say the, the guy who called up Dabo, you know, he was, he was kind of pushing him there. That doesn't mean that Dabble's, you need to respond like that. And yeah, everybody, when you got your back up against the wall and people are throwing darts at you, yeah, he's a human being. He he can do better. He's going to make mistakes. Dabo Sweeney also said the responsibility in the buck stops with me. But then when you don't have the success, I, I don't know. Is this going to be a learning experience for him? Or is he going to start laying it to other people? Or are we just looking at the next uh, curmudgeon as a head coach? 855-212-4CBS. Rowdy Rebel is calling from Memphis. 
Go ahead, Rowdy. Good evening, uh, Jr. Uh, nice to be listening to your show again tonight. Just want you to know that what I do at night, because I work at night while I listen to you, uh, like some other callers do, I drive a courier route and I go to animal clinics all over the Memphis area in the different counties. Uh, I'm out here for like five or six hours, and I go to about 30 animal clinics and get their blood out of the box, and I take it to the lab for it to get tested because I'm a big big fan and a big pet lover. So, And you just make it top it all off by listening to your show, so I appreciate it. No problem, man. Thank you. I want to just touch on this uh, Davo Sweeney that uh, back about, I don't know, I guess 10 years ago, and there for about a five-year span or a seven- or eight-year span. Uh, I, he was like my favorite coach outside, whoever might be coaching my Ole Miss Rebels. And anybody asked me, hey, you know, who's your favorite coach out there? I, I would tell him Davo Sweeney, and I would go further than that and say that whenever Saban retires, I think that's who the next Alabama coach is going to be, being as that he went to Alabama. That, you know, that's be the only one that would, you know, maybe going to try to go go in there and, you know, take on the pressure and all that that mm-hmm. goes with it on taking Saban's place. But from what you showed, you know, showed us tonight, uh, he buckled a little bit under pressure and uh, or whatever and just said what he shouldn't have, you know, shouldn't have said. And that is so right on, what, on how you, you know, touched on it. I'm behind it 100% that if you're getting paid $10 million or $15 million a year, and getting a hundred something million, that comes with the job. So you can't never lose it, especially on the radio or TV or anything, uh, and not be and not be looking like a fool. So uh, you're you're one hundred percent right on that. And like you said, uh, he'll he'll make up for it or whatever. But ever since that defensive coordinator left about two or three years ago, Clemson hasn't been the same. Don't seem like. But anyway, enjoy your show, buddy, and uh. Have a good evening. Thank you so much, Roddy. Thank you for calling from Memphis. Whether it's a a coordinator or other coaches, it's the talent, man. This guy has railed against uh, the the transfer portal. He has railed against the the payment of players. We've seen his top players go into the NFL. And where's the bounce back? There hasn't been one. Milan, a caller from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, Jr. is Milan. Oh, thank you, Milan. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm a Florida State fan down here in Mobile, Alabama. So, obviously, I'm 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 like an outcast down here. I'm not an Alabama fan. I'm a Florida State fan. But Dabo can't take it. He can't. He cannot take it. Jr. He can't take it. It's over. It's over. It's over as in what's over? It's over as in the ACC. Like it's over for it's over for Clemson. You know, um, we we had to suck it up for uh, for a while now. Clemson yeah. uh, took our shine, but um, okay, we'll yeah. say no more, Miley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, okay, he can't take it. He can't take it. So he right. he's going off on on kids on the radio show. 
Well, let's 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 take a listen to him. A matter of fact, and you know, I don't know the age. Dabo Sweeney made it clear. I don't know how old he is. The person who did call made a reference to being in the military. And so are they someone in their mid-20s? Are they in their early 20s? We have no idea. They're, they're certainly much younger than Dabo. Uh, and Dabo made the point as well on his uh, radio show that if he isn't wanted in in Clemson, and not necessarily by the fans, but by the people who pay his salaries, the, the higher-ups, he said, yeah, well, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. Listen to what Dabo Sweeney said. I work for, for the board of trustees, the president, and the AD. And if they're tired of me leading this program, all they got to do is let me know. I'll go somewhere else where there is an appreciation. All right? It's not just winning. It's how you win. Okay. I mean, he, he's picking some interesting hills to, uh, I don't want to say die on. But he's making some points that it's just like, why why even throw that up there? If they don't want me, then I can go. Then give the money back and leave. Like, come on. And, I mean, based on your recent success, then, I mean, you think people are going to be lining up just to say, oh, here's another 100? I don't think so. Isaac is calling from Houston. Go ahead, Isaac, quickly. Hey, JR. A great show. You and your producer, credit to your profession. Uh, I got some uh, information that I'm sure you know already. I'll just share with you in terms of perspective. Just like we, I'm sure you respect other radio people when they give their opinion, Dabble's not looking at it in terms of what do other coaches think about him. His record is 165 and 43. He's 120 games over 500. So to, to respond to this is almost like uh, it would be like a a 20-year veteran talking to a novice, somebody who just came in. So maybe it's just a bad day. But, again, it seems like there are people, I'm sure you heard this saying before, they can handle when the sun is shining, but when a little midnight comes, you know, they, uh, they're freaking out. So, But, uh, yeah, overall you would think the program, they, they, there's a quote where he says, uh, as long as I'm cool with the athletic director and all this and that stuff. Uh, they, but remember, he's 53 years old, so the, the previous caller must not know that. In terms of he's not done, like that's why he said, I'll go somewhere else. But my, I do have a question, though. There are other coaches just like him, and I value your opinion, so I'm going to ask this in the well, most humble well, way Isaac, possible. Hold on. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. I'll get your question on the other side, okay? Thank you. All right. All right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk more about Dabo and his explosion on his radio show, more World Series, more Monday Night Football. You're on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.